Welcome, everybody, to the Marvel Guys podcast. My name is Jordan, and as always, I am joined by the man that changed his phone screen like he does about every other week just now to some of our favorite Marvel superheroes. How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I have a I'm not one of those. We we have a friend that actually like has had the same lock screen for what eight years. Yeah, eight <laughs> so years. like, yeah, I I like to switch it up every once in a while. I don't like looking at the same thing because you look at your phone a lot these days. So like, I don't want to see the exact same lock screen all the time. But uh. I actually like the screen that comes with the iPhone. That's what my It's a beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That's what my thing is. Yeah. On um, it's not the lock screen, it's the gotcha. it's home screen. I love it. Yeah. Um, I, I don't change that. Right now I've got I've shown you. <laughs> I've got Michael Jordan's career statistics and achievements. <laughs> just in case some LeBron stan walks up to me in the streets, I'm mm, always ready. Always ready. Always ready. You Always. won't catch me sleeping yeah. on the Jordan slander. No. So, uh, is it? <laughs> do people really slander Jordan though? Yeah, it depends how old you are. <laughs> I, I, some I, vicious sixteen-year-olds. That's kind of that didn't watch Michael and and didn't even hear wow. about Michael much. So. That's that's kind of silly that you would slander Michael just because you watch LeBron. Well, same way that you know people slander LeBron just because it's not a big fan. Right. Yeah, All right, right, so we've got a fun episode today. As always, WandaVision, um, the show that's been encapsulating, you know, people's homes and hearts and the attitude of the entire world right now in the Marvel sphere. It's been fun. It's been exciting. It's been daring. It's mm-hmm. been bold. Uh, it's been a little... You know, it took a little while to get us to where people were starting to be satisfied because the first couple episodes were a little bit slow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been really fun so far, and I think every mo- every new moment is so an- highly anticipated. And when we noticed that today's uh, episode was over, it was like, "Wait, what? You know, I, w- I want to know everything right now. I want to see ten years out in the Marvel, you know, uh, story right now. It's it's tough to wait, but we've had some fun so far." We we both turned into Kylo Ren. More, more, I more. Need I need it, man. I need it. <laughs> it's yeah. been a blast with Wandavision so far. Um, I loved the the sixth episode. However, it did feel more like Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part One mm. than it did Part Two. I I, <laughs> I noticed there's a lot of interesting things that they did not wrap up this episode. They introduced a lot of ideas and. Uh, brought to attention a few different things that we don't have the answers to. Yeah. Um, this is probably the first episode that really just opened a few can of worms and didn't didn't give anything really to us. It was it wasn't a filler episode. I don't think I think that's a that's a bad word to use for this episode. But it's on that same like plane. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I would call it more like a setup episode. Yes, a setup episode. That's a good one because you do get a lot of stuff in this episode. There's a lot of stuff in this episode that's kind of interesting and like under the nose kind of. Uh, and, you know, a lot of this stuff will be revealed. Obviously, probably the next episode, maybe the two, they might stretch it out a little bit. Um, 
We know we have a big finale coming up. It's on the horizon. We already know this. Like there's something massive that's going to happen in this finale, but we still have two episodes in between what we just saw and then. So how annoying. Yeah. (laughs) Yes and no. Yes and no. When this show first started, like it seemed like time was going so slow. And now it's like, now that there's something to look forward to at the end of the week, it's like, it's going by fast, man. Like, it doesn't seem like my birthday was like that far away. But like, wow, we we really zoomed through January. It like, feels like the TV show's almost over. Yes. And we were just talking about how excited we were to have it. Yes. Um, like you mentioned, each week that goes by, I'm like, WandaVision's almost here. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's yeah. my it's my north star right now. Right, I'm just getting through the week to get to the WandaVision episode. Yes, and then you know I, I get the weekend, which passes by in an instant anyway. And then you get to Monday, uh, and you're you know you're you're working, you're doing your stuff, and then you Tuesday you go, hey, hey, three more days yeah, in WandaVision. Yeah, exactly, here. dude. That's exactly how I feel when I'm in my classes and everything. It's 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 awesome. Like, what was really tripped me up on a personal level the last couple of days is like not being in school not having anything professors not doing classes and then all of a sudden it's like you don't have assignments and this whole semester has been assignment after assignment after assignment I actually did a calculation on this I think on average I think I've had in one class three assignments every day and like a quiz every week and I was supposed to have an exam last Thursday so I was, I was supposed to have an exam yesterday yeah that that's a lot that is a lot and then for all of a sudden for it to just stop for like two days I, I have I've not known what to do with myself I'm like what is going on <laughs> like I feel behind but at the same time like oh no you can chill there's nothing to do and then WandaVision happens and I'm like I don't even care. <laughs> yeah. If I've taken an L, I've taken an L somewhere. But this and now that the Super Bowl has passed, it almost feels like this is our Sunday. Mm. You know. Um I I always like within our friend group, I famously I don't really spend money on food, but when I do, it's on like those fun nights where there's something exciting going on and one division night is now my football night. It's now my, mm-hmm. it's my night. It's Friday night is the night, you know, that I enjoy doing something. Uh, and it's Marvel, Marvel related. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so cool to have that feeling because as we talked about before, there will be a new Marvel project every week of 2021. And I have a feeling that's not going to be stopping. I have a feeling that you're not going to have too many weeks in 2022 and beyond where there isn't a Marvel entity releasing something. So as long as you stay excited about this stuff and this is your, you know, your cup of tea, Marvel is going to be providing you all kinds of uh, cool content that, you know, vacations are cool, you know, (laughs) going out, partying, go to a bar, do your thing. But how fun is it that we just get to stay home, speculate about all these cool, exciting things and know that it's coming, you know? It, it, we talk about Fantastic Four. We talk about X-Men, things that we know eventually will get here. We, we talk um, and debate about how they're going to get here, but 
we know in some form and fashion they're going to entertain us in the near future. Oh. That is so fun. And WandaVision has just been a microcosm of that with us uh, talking about different storylines and different ideas that we have for how certain characters can be implemented and how the story can go. And we're watching it play out and we get to go, oh, we got that. Oh, we were wrong. Whoa, who saw that coming? I, I, this is amazing. I it, love it. it. It's, it's an NFL season. <laughs> right. When you think about it, it's a year-long NFL season. That's, uh, and, and, you know, if you're a fan of sports or not, you know, you, you still kind of understand it if you're not, that all of these crazy things just happen. And it's very much like life in a way. But uh, that's way too deep. <laughs> We're not going to get on that. Yeah, this is a no, no. But, Disney episode. Yeah, yeah. Disney podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, until it isn't. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it, it's been a crazy week. Um, but here we are. This was, like you said, this is the the North Star, and uh, it's beginning to feel like Super Bowl Sunday every Friday. You know, it's awesome, and. Uh, this episode was, like we said before, it, it's a setup episode. So you are kind of like poked and like teased, like, "Hey, this this is something. <laughs> Something's coming. There's something here, and there. Oh, hey, there's something there. Right, right, right. And but we're not going to give it to you. We're well, going to let this simmer. We're what we this... are going to give to you guys is we're going to get into this episode. Yes. Um. So we started off, and just like every other sitcom-based episode, uh, we got a tie-in to a real TV show. Um, this mm -hmm. one, you affectionately yelled out immediately. <laughs> Malcolm in the Middle. Yes. Yes. Um, so right away, we saw that they're just kind of pushing Pietro or Peter or whatever his name is right into the family. Mm -hmm. He was, you know... Just there. <laughs> he's a part of the family now. He, he's the uncle that's living with them. Um, the uh, kids love him. They're drawn to him. He's like the fun uncle. He's the Joey. He's whatever you want to call it. I, I um, am Pietro in real life. <laughs> I'm yeah. the fun, cool uncle. <laughs> and so, yeah. So he's he's going to be a part of the story moving forward, period. Um, so that was an interesting thing right off the bat. They didn't like try to expand on who he is or anything immediately. They just kind of were like, okay, he's a part of the main cast now. Yep. Um, just like these kids. And we also let off with um, the Halloween costumes being floated about and what Vision was going to be doing that night, which he told Wanda that he was going to be a part of the neighborhood watch uh, patrolling. And we'll speak on that later, but basically she was like, well, the kids want you there. And so Peter Pietro said, I'll I'll jump in. I'll be the dad for the night. And so that was that was how we started. Um, did you expect anything different here? Or were you kind uh, of not, not surprised? I didn't expect it. But once, once I saw Pietro jump in and say, you know what? I got this. You know, you do your thing, Vision. And I'll, well, I'll do, I'll do mine. I'll be the cool uncle. That's that planted some seeds for me right there. His actions based off of that. Yeah, I, I can I can see now a lot more clearly how people think that this is Mephisto and this isn't Quicksilver. Like, but at the same time, I, I, I kind of floated this idea off just a little bit, but maybe maybe he was sent there 
by, by Dr. Strange or somebody. Um, and that's what I'm getting. And we'll get more into that a little bit later as we break the episode down, because there's, there's a lot going on with him in this episode. That's interesting. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was kind of funny. Like, you know, vision dressing up as vision. (laughs) It didn't really make a whole lot of sense, but, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's very interesting how the kids have taken on their role in the show. Um, it's also weird that they didn't age like 10 years <laughs> within this amount of time. It seems as though they age as they choose. Yeah. So retroactively, like I think we figured out that when they were babies, they were just like, or like, uh, embryos or whatever. Mm-hmm. They just grew because they wanted to get out. Yes. Um, and now, you know, when they wanted a dog, they grew. And then when she told them, you can't run from all your troubles, they really haven't grown much since. They've no. kind of just taken each day in stride. Which is good. Yeah. And so they're learning how to live with their powers. And um, we'll get into those later. But I think they're just becoming, you know, young, you know, they're, they're teens, living, I guess. They're, they're living their life, man. That's cool. I mean, if you yes. were a kid and you were told like, hey, do you want to fast forward 10 years? You'd probably be like, yeah, you might let me if do you're it. that type of kid and then you do it and you regret it. Exactly. I've seen click. Yep. Because you're like, man, like I'm sick of this being a kid thing. Like all the adults yeah. do all How the cool stuff. How many movies are made about like a right. kid wanting to grow up right. and then big, hating it? Big. Yes. Uh, oh, uh, personal question. Uh-huh. I was thinking about this earlier in the week. Uh, I was walking on thin ice and I was thinking of things that I was afraid of for no reason. Oh, what are those fortune good. teller machines called? Oh, I know what you're talking about. What What is that? They have a name. I can't remember the name at the moment. But that, yeah. You always that get was, us in trouble trying to figure out names on I know, the podcast. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> it's like, it's been bugging me, man. Something says or something. I don't know. Not Simon, but. No. Uh, those things used to freak me out as a kid. They were, they were pretty freaky. Like terrified of those things when I was a kid. Do well, you remember the, the dude from the Giant City Lodge? That would just sit on the, yeah, 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 on the yeah. bench. Yeah, there, we have creepy. a local restaurant where there's creepy. a a guy. They just purchased this guy as like mm. a little advertising thing, and he just sits there, looks at people, and moves around. And mm. it's odd. Um, yeah, but yeah, um, I mean, it, it, that's part of being a kid, though. Is like you're kind of you don't understand anything about what it's like to be an adult, but you think of it as being cool because they have freedoms. But what you don't realize is those freedoms kind of suck. <laughs> like you have too many freedoms and you don't really know what you're doing. And like there's, yeah, it's, it's insane. So definitely, I think these kids are just kind of chilling. Like they're doing like, I think that's the, that's the beauty of them using Malcolm in the middle as the intro for the show. And like the kind of theme we've talked about the themes of each show a lot is and Malcolm in the Middle, the whole show is based off of them just being kids, like them doing what kids do. And, you know, you get the little scenes with the parents and, you know, how what they're doing affects them or whatever. But like, it's just them being them. It's to them being kids. And I thought that that was kind of neat. I think it's fair to say if there was one theme for this episode, um, you know, there's multiple. But if I was... Th- to choose one and let you choose one or something. I would go with the kids are growing up and becoming their own heroes. 
They're, yes. tra- they're starting to figure out their powers. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're being influenced, good or bad, by Peter. Mm-hmm. Because Peter is taking on a leadership role with them. And one of them has uh, his speed. Yes. It runs in the family. Yes. And one of them has Wanda's telekinesis um, of some capacity. We're not sure what. It seems like it was interesting because she was deferring to him for his powers to try to locate vision. Yes. So she obviously felt that he was the better fit for that um, scenario, which doesn't mean he has more power than her. It might just be that her head is too clouded. But it was interesting to see that he was able to track vision down before she was. Some things that I thought were interesting. Because we got some scenes, like, obviously, so Vision, like you said, he says that he's going to, uh, like, the, the neighborhood watch type thing, for right. the, but he's not. He ends up, like, completely walking as far away from Westview as he can, and he starts seeing things that are just not right. Yes. Like, people that are, like, glitched out, basically. Um, and there's a whole like little cul-de-sac where like people are just like frozen. Um, and he sees all this cool, like weird stuff that we just haven't seen before, but like what the heck? So at like Agnes is just chilling on the edge. Like she's literally on the edge. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. I, specifically. I, I don't know that. I don't know what, what's going on with there. Like why was she so close? Yet she didn't do anything. She just stopped. Like, that's kind of strange to me. But um, as far as the kids are concerned, I mean, you're onto something there with like Quicksilver being the influence and him kind of helping them. What's kind of neat, though, is that they really haven't shown their powers until now, until they started hanging out with him. Right. Like, he took them and he was doing all the crazy stuff. Like, he was smashing the pumpkins and like stealing the candy. Then they started showing powers. Yeah. Like that was kind of cool. Um, the the other kid though, man, I, I, which one was it? Was it Billy? I can't remember right now. Uh, I wish I knew. Yeah. I mean, it was very clear from the get-go that he kind of had like a Doctor Strange kind of yeah. outfit going on with his costume. And he's had moments throughout the entire series where it looks like he's trying to do something yep. telepathically, even when he was training the dog. Yeah. Exactly. He's he's kind of uh he he's got her powers for sure. Yeah. Um I think it's oh man, there there's so many things going on that are just like you're either thinking it's one thing and then you're like, well, maybe cuz like we we know that we're getting Doctor Strange. So maybe this is like a little tease with with the kid. Um there's there's so many different things going on, but I think I don't know. I I definitely agree with people on that. Quicksilver could be Mephisto, and if this is Mephisto, then what we saw from him when it was just him and Wanda, and the kids were doing their thing, and Vision was on the edge of the Westview. Um, I mean, he was saying some stuff. He was dropping some truth bombs some facts and you're you're like what did he just say like uh she was testing him and stuff like that yeah. we remember that right the line and he was ready for it yeah she she said something about like what were uh 
What was the question? Something um, about like the the a kid, like a bully, his bully in the boots or something like that. And he was like, you're testing me. And like, that was a big moment for me because it's like the entire episode at, from that point on, he's kind of showing that like he knows so much more yeah, than anybody else. He's like the one person in the entire Westview that is not under her like spell, so to say. He's the only one. Which brings up the question. Why is how, he there? How did he when, get there? Why? Exactly. Exactly. If because it's Mephisto, if he's not under her spell at all, then he came from the outside. And then mm-hmm. the question becomes, how the heck did he get in there? And if he did get in there, was he treated like every other person that got their memory kind of zapped? Mm-hmm. Or is he himself? Or is he be con- being controlled? The thing that I would placed say, in there, perhaps. The thing that I would say is that I feel like he was placed in there. Because it wouldn't make sense if he's like it makes sense that he's on the outside and getting in, but I don't think he walked through or went through that right. thing. Because you'd need a dimensionality. Yes. Because of uh he has memories. He has tons of memories and he knows he seems what's going on. Unimpacted by this at all. Not affected at he all. He doesn't have a, a worry in the world. Right. And he he he's kind of like carefree, kind of like whatever, man. But I think that's part of the the plan. That's why I don't think it's Mephisto. Like, I can see how you can think it is. Because there's definitely some hints. They dropped a lot of hints in this episode with him possibly being Mephisto. But I'm under the impression that Doctor Strange plopped him in there at one point or another. Maybe when Wanda walked outside in the the previous episode. Maybe Doctor Strange was like, oh, that's the moment. Boop. Pop him in. Get out. We're done. Yes. Because what do we know about Doctor Strange 2? We know that the Spider-Man stuff is going to be going on. It's been linked to it. It's been linked. What do we also know about the Spider-Man stuff that's going on? We know that there's a lot of different Spider-Man now. And they're all going to be converging together. We we don't. Uh, We're pretty sure Scarlet Witch is the main antagonist for at least the first part of Doctor Strange. Yes. Which is interesting. What I think is happening is because Wanda created Westview, it pops off with Doctor Strange because Doctor Strange is maybe the only person that knows about the multiverse other than Peter Parker because of what happened in Far From Home. Stark is dead. So. Yeah. Um, because they, you know, sp- spilled the beans of, you know, it wasn't uh, Nick Fury. It was the scroll. But uh, he he said, you know, well, he's not from this universe. He's from the 834 universe, stuff like that. So so Peter Parker and Doctor right. Strange are essentially the only ones that know that there's a multiverse. Yeah, for sure. Hulk so, has an idea that it's Hulk, possible. Hulk has but, an idea that it's possible, he, sure. Because he's a scientist, really. Right. And maybe and Cap because he f- screwed it well, all yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? But, uh, but, but Hulk also because of his conversation with the Ancient One. Right. He yes. knows that there's a multiverse out there. Yep, yep. But, but Doctor Strange, he knows, knows, like he knows the ins and outs of the multiverse. Like he knows how to navigate it. Exactly. So when this popped off in Westview, I would assume Doctor Strange probably had like at least a day to like ponder it and be like, "Eh, what can I do here? Like, what can I do to maybe like defuse the situation? 
because this could have some bad implications. Exactly. So I'm thinking that he scours the multiverse trying to find Pietro. He finds Peter instead and is like, ah, this is better than having Pietro because this throws off what she's trying to do. Because if she brought, if he brought the actual Pietro back, like the one from Age of Ultron, it would be so much different. Like it wouldn't really affect Wanda the way that it does because it's not him, if that makes sense. Like we saw her reaction. She we know how she is around him. She's like, uh, she's who uneasy. Are you? She doesn't yeah. trust it. Right. She doesn't understand it. Right. Maybe above all else. And that's a perfect tact. Like that's a perfect tactic for this scenario. It distracts her. Yes. And what else does it do? It loosens the control that she has over what she's created. So they thought. <laughs> so they thought. We'll talk about right. that later. <laughs> right. Right. But the idea is there that you can affect her in that way. You can do some things that throw her off and she's like, what is happening? Like, this isn't part of my plan. He's definitely one. And I think Dr. Strange saw that opportunity and was like, yo, you need to come with me. There's some stuff going on. I can't really explain it right now, but come with me. I'll explain it on the way. He breaks everything down to hurt him to to Peter and is like, all right, you know, you got to be Pietro now. Not Peter. Uh, you're supposedly dead. This is everything you need to know. And yeah, like he just breaks it all down. Or he just like <laughs> has a book and just throws it to him and he just reads Read it, it in a second. flat second. <laughs> and, you know, that's it. Um, I, I, man, I, I think. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, I think that that is the more likely outcome. I, I'm cool with it if, if it is Mephisto, but. I just don't see how that's the, 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 the catch all here. It wouldn't make sense to lead into everything that's coming. I think is right. probably the best, most succinct way to put that mm-hmm. is how does that work? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to get back to that conversation. Um, we'll, we'll roundabout turn into it as we go through the episode here. Um, we, while we're seeing the Halloween stuff getting set up and Pietro, Peter is getting used to the family. Um, Sword is back on the prowl trying to figure out what's going on with Wanda. But now we notice that there's a bit of a click developing between Jimmy, Monica and um, Darcy where they don't really trust anybody else there. And so they're starting to take things on, on their own and, they get shut out and thrown out eventually. Yeah, good um, good choice of words there. By uh, the director, and he's going full villain. Like all of a sudden, he's like totally taking it on. Like, which is a little bit more less suspicious because it's almost like he's just too dumb to realize what's going on. But again, as we've talked about, he's the most obvious villain. In this show, <laughs> like yeah. he fits every villain stereotype. Um, it just all makes sense. He, we know that he was screwing with Vision um, and breaking his will. Uh, mm-hmm. Many, there's a double entendre. Um, but he's he's manipulative. 
He is trying to push Monica into, you know, believing that she's basically worthless at this point and she has no business being here. Um, and so as that's happening, we are we start to get full into the Halloween, you know, optics of WandaVision. And that is when we notice Vision going out on his own, venturing about in these cul-de-sacs and subdivisions mm-hmm. and finding nothingness almost because like we mentioned it's like a record skipping on a uh, a player where these people are going like for example one woman was trying to hang uh a, like a clothespin and she couldn't trailer, right? quite get there yeah i can't remember i just actually rewatched the trailer because i watched all the marvel face 5 announcements and it gave up it shows what's coming like mm. the, an idea of what is to come um which is why you know, spoiler, but you, you've watched the episode that Vision didn't die because he's still, <laughs> there's more to come yes. um, with Vision. Yes. And so, yeah, these people are basically skipping like a real life CD. And it made us think that perhaps Wanda's uh, powers could not reach that edge of um, of uh, the area that, you know, she's turned into her her hex. So she's just keeping them in a trance for so long as she needs them to be in a trance, and then she will use them as she deems them worthy to be used. Almost like a video game where it has to load the scenery around you, um, but it doesn't use too much energy on your computer or your system and doesn't load the entire world while you're in a, a, a room. So it's interesting. It could be something completely different, but I think that's what we took from it is that it's like it's like they're loading, but they're not ready to be used. Yeah, or they're like props, like they are scenery until needed, just there. Yes, um, and you can see the pain because a woman had a tear coming from her eye, and yeah. it's just these people are being held captive. Mm-hmm. What I think is interesting about that is, I, I once again I got to go back to Quicksilver. I think it's because he's there, because he's there. It's thrown Wanda off so far that. She's kind of her control over what she's created is like is shrinking in a little bit because she can't use the full capacity of her mind to really keep everything in check. Because I think normally things wouldn't be that way. Um, I think she'd have a little bit more control over things because we know that uh, what was the name was it Ellis Lane, something like that was like the edge. Yes, and um. You know, Vision was there. Vision was at Ellis Lane. And this was stuff that was happening before, like before he got to that point. So I'm I'm under the impression that because Quicksilver is there, Scar uh, uh Wanda has to like devote more of her brain to be like, you know, what who are you? And why are you here? How did you get here? Like, she's kind of like us at this point. So, like, half of her brain is doing that and trying to process this, and the other half is now trying to scramble everything together as much as possible. Like, uh, like she's losing control of it. And, um, which is why, you know, we'll get to this scene pretty soon, probably, with, uh, you know, towards the end of the episode, but, uh, I think that's why there's a specific thing that's going on in that scene. Um, but uh, Vision, 
Vision seems to also be in that same category as uh, Quicksilver because he's doing his own thing. Like he lies to her and tells her that he's doing neighborhood watch. She asks, what's his name? Herb or what was his name? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, Frankenstein. Yeah. Frankenstein guy. I Uh, I think his name was Herb. Herb was his name. Yeah. Um, and he's like, nah, like he was not, he's not doing neighborhood watch. And so like, he's actively lying to her in her own reality and doing his own thing. She has no control over him. If she does, it's very minimalistic. Like it's very small control because he's literally just doing what he wants and he's trying to figure out things on his own. And so maybe it's because it's not, he doesn't really have a brain like we do. I mean, like he's literally just a computer and it's rational. Yes. So there's really no, unless you're a hacker, (laughs) there's no real like tricking the brain of a computer. There's just, you know, manipulation through that device. So she can't really actively control him. So he's doing his own thing. And so he's, she's got like all of these little things going on now that are just screwing with her brain. She's kind of losing control over Westview. Um, and I, I don't know, man, like when he starts stepping through, I didn't know what to expect. Like I really didn't. Uh, I mean, we got the scene that we, we got before that with Agnes, what we saw in the trailer multiple times of, you know, her being like, oh, you're, you're, you're dead. Yeah. Like, let's talk about that. Yeah. Agnes has been highly speculated to be perhaps in on this whole thing. Um, secondarily, she's a witch. Um, and then third, is she something more than a witch? Um, this I was think, a little weird because she just seemed like a victim there. Yeah. I think that put that all to bed. The scene put that all to bed, I think. To a point that the witch costume is at least telling us yeah, I, we, I think, we know, yeah. you know? I, I think that's just but, unfair to me. I, sure. But, you know, it's they, they might be pointing at something there. Maybe. But it's just... The the evil laugh, the there was something something was off. Why was she there? That's yeah. probably the best question of what are you doing there? Like, Maybe you don't belong there. Did she know something? Was she yeah. trying to talk to somebody? Was she trying to like what what was she doing? I so I think I think two things happened. I think she kind of knows what's going on. Like she's kind of like coherent about what's going on, but she can't really do anything. And she's also not that powerful. So she can't truly break through. She can't break free of what Wanda's doing to her mind. But she's at least coherent enough to know that Wanda's in control. Like, and that there's something going on here. This isn't right. So I think that she was trying to drive to the edge. And then when Wanda started losing control because of what's going on with Quicksilver and and Vision... Then it was like that just kind of bugged out for a minute. And then she was kind of stuck in a state of limbo like everybody else where she's like knows that she's kind of not in control. Um, so yeah, I think that was what was going on there. Um, I think the Agnes 
character in itself, it, it's been a fun thing because it's just no one knows what any of this is. Yeah, and we didn't really and, get any, you know, we still have no clue. Yeah. We have a lot of things that tell us things that she may not be, mm-hmm. but it's like, I don't know, man. I, I don't know how to feel about her. She they, She's too all-knowing Yeah, for somebody who doesn't know anything. They've been, Why is she always showing up at the right times? They've been dropping hints left and right that she knows more because of the dog. Like in the comics, Agnes was the one that killed the dog and like she and did I it on purpose. Did. And I think she did here as well. Stuff like that. Like, uh, man, there's, there's a lot like, but at the same time, I think, like I said, this, this put this to bed, put this theory to bed to me because vision was the one that was controlling whether she, or not she was like really herself or not. And when she was really herself, she was like excited to see him because he could help. And she knew she needed help. Like it is, it's very interesting. Very, very interesting. I, I don't think that, I mean, it's possible Agnes has, you know, a, a bigger role than maybe I'm feeling like she does, but I just don't see it. I well, don't I think there's think something that, to her even being in that scene at all. Like, yeah, it's obvious. She's, an incredible, like an incredibly big part of this show. Mm-hmm. But we're at the point where we're going to be focusing on the main characters an awful lot. So if she has that powerful moment with vision, you feel like there's something they're going to tell us still. Yeah. You know, there's something left to be learned about Agnes. Um, and if she's somebody that's, you know, praying to a devil to get her powers Mephisto pops up. You know, that could be (laughs) the case. I guess the question is, is she powerful or is she granted certain things and abilities based upon what she does Mm. to serve that that master? You know, is that the case where he's like, maybe he got ticked off at her and said, I'm going to do it myself and Mm. comes in as the form of Quicksilver. Quicksilver. That's when she all of a sudden is no longer around. That could be, you know. I, I don't know if that's easily. the case, but it, there's many different ways this thing could go. He shows up, Agnes is out of the picture all of a sudden, and now she's crying, driving away from, from trying Westview. to get away. Maybe she knows her time is is not long. I she, I don't know. <laughs> I I think that it's it's Agnes because, and it's just to answer your question. I think it's Agnes because it made sense. Like if if you're gonna have Vision sure. go to the edge of Westview and speak to somebody before he goes to do what he does. Why would it be just some random person? Right. Like it, it'd have to, to be. Co-worker. Yeah. And it, it makes sense that it's Agnes because yeah, I, I think that like part of her is kind of knowing what's going on. Like she's not completely where like vision and Quicksilver are obviously, but like she knows a little bit and it, 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 I don't know how really, but she knows enough to fear Wanda. Yes. And she was trying to explain that to Vision in like episode four, I think. Four or five. One of the two. Um, I think it was four. It was four. Um, she was trying to explain that to him. But like, that's. I think that's why it was her that was uh, at the edge there. Because she knows enough to know this is the edge and I need to get out. And I need help. And all these other things. Um, but she's also 
just trying to appease Wanda so she doesn't get like killed or like, you know, anything else, anything else that can happen. Um, what's interesting is that there was just so many things with Peter and Wanda that just blew my mind. Like, not to bounce all over the place, but I'm going to do it anyways. When we get those scenes where they're talking to each other and he starts dropping these crazy things, you know, like, uh, why did you all of a sudden decide to bring kids in? Like, <laughs> like why, why all of a sudden is it just now that there's like a ton of kids in Westview? Was it just convenient because it's Halloween or... Was that just what she wanted to do? Like, like he drops all these little crazy things. Um, I can't remember what the other one was. What was the other? Uh, so he talked about the kids and then he said something else about her being in control or something. Um, uh, Peter? Yes. Uh, oh yeah. my gosh. Anyways, sure. it was it, he made it a very very clear that he knows way too much for Wanda. And what I'm what I was getting to is okay, Vision steps through the side but like he starts breaking down and like being ripped apart and he's dying. And like he's trying to help them, he's trying to help the people. It's like his last words basically. Um, and I mean, I know that there's stuff going on with sword on the side too. And I, we'll, we'll get to that, but I think that the stuff that's going on with sword is basically like the side stuff for this episode. It's definitely more filler for the sword side of things. Um, like we get the, you know, the, the, the ideas that like, Hayward's been tracking vision and only vision within the entirety of Westview. Right. We got that. I think that's because he wants to recover his body. So yes. So that they can do more research and, and stuff like that on his body Sentient and weapons. Yes. Um, in, you know, uh, Rambo, uh, Jimmy Wu and, uh, Darcy are like excommunicado now with sword. Um, I did really find it comical that they just switched uniforms. Like they're not the same people. Like, you know, I, I think that's hilarious. Like if anybody sees Rambo, they're going to be like, Oh, you're just Rambo in a hat. Like, get out of here. What are you doing? But, um, when we get to vision and he's dying, like, I thought it was kind of cool how all of a sudden, I think it was Billy, uh, starts to hear it and he starts to see it and feel it. It, it is very like Dr. Strange-ish uh, and very Wanda. Um, like such a, such a cool moment. Like the kids are becoming extremely powerful, man. And whether or not these kids are going to exist outside of the hex or not, we'll see. But um, it's very, very cool. Like, I think um, what we'll probably see 
going forward is we're going to definitely get a battle between Wanda and Quicksilver. And I I say that because of what happens next with uh, Billy explaining like, oh, something's going on with dad. He's he's hurt. He's dying. Stuff like that. Um, And she's like, where? Like, where is he? And he doesn't know because it's obviously it's outside the hex. It's outside, way outside anything he's ever known. So he explains the soldiers. And right when that happens, Quicksilver says something else. Like, he's like, you know, well, what's the worst that can happen? He can't die twice. twice. When he when he says that and she blasts him, that was clearly because she knows that she's losing control over Westview because he's there. So she blasted him to knock him out, to get him out of her mind. That's why her eyes went red. Mm-hmm. And she gained that full control again. And then she started expanding the hex. Like, I think that that scene was kind of underrated. Like, in the sense that she understands a lot. She understands, like, she's letting, she was letting Pietro do his thing just so that she could get her answers because she wasn't just going to like blast him outside because she was too intrigued as to how the heck he popped up there. So he was, she was way too intrigued and way too involved in that to just let it slide. She wanted to know why, but when she realized she's losing control and then visions dying all of a sudden, it's like, Oh no. Yeah. See ya. What I do find interesting too is like, <laughs> kind of stupid and and funny but like this dude is fast right fastest dude in the world like there's nothing even come like close he's like almost the speed of light which is even unfathomable to us because nothing can achieve the speed of light like we know that just light just light that's the only (laughs) thing that can achieve the speed of light is light and um, Jimmy Johns. Oh yeah, Jimmy Johns. Jimmy Johns. Yeah, they're they're, but uh, so it's like it, it's it's the speed of light. Jimmy Johns quicks over. But um, and did you not find it like hilarious that like he was shot at all? Like if he's the fastest guy, like sure you can catch somebody off guard, but as soon as he he being that fast, it's kind of like the Flash, right? you kind of get a sense of things a lot better around your surroundings. So if something's breaking the sound barrier, like a gun would, you would know, be able to dodge it. That Pietro didn't. And then this dude, this, the the Peter Maximoff, wouldn't he kind of know that she's about to blast him or like that there's a blast coming towards him? Like, he should be able to dodge that. I mean, I know that they did it for a reason. And you have to be able to, like, you can't just make him that overpowered because then he's literally the most overpowered thing in the entirety of Marvel Universe. Or he didn't care. Yeah. He just accepted it. Right. Um, the, The reality of Quicksilver dying in Ultron was they knew they didn't have the character. Mm-hmm. They didn't own the character. So. Yeah. Um, they did what they could for the moment to get Wanda into the series and then let him have his demise. Um, but in the humanity of the moment, I think ultimately he just decided, I'm going to save this 
this woman and this yeah. kid. Or I think was it just the kid? I, I think, think it was, it was just the kid. kid. He said, I'm gonna save this kid. There's about I don't know, a hundred bullets that are gonna be coming all at once, um, in a like a two second span at this kid, and I'm gonna be ripped to shreds, but he's gonna be okay. I'm okay with that. This my plan or my town is being destroyed anyway. Uh my sister's okay. So it just seemed like he kind of bit the bullet on that one. Um and Pun took intended. his death. Yeah, that was very intended. Um but yeah, I don't know. This this Peter seems very willing to distract her at any given moment. And yeah, Vision had that moment where he was ready to lay down his life to alert people. Um, he knew he was dying. He knew, you know, he knows how that feels. Um, he doesn't, but um, mm. yeah, I guess that just kind of leads us into um, by the end, the trio, the troublesome trio, were back <laughs> near Vision and we're basically saying, help him, help him. And Scarlet didn't take too kindly to Vision being ripped apart. So, as you said, she, we saw perhaps the most power we've ever seen come from her in any one given moment. And she started expanding the zone, the hex, to where it encapsulated his body again. Mm-hmm. And then she just kept going. She was ticked. Um, she wanted... You almost got the sense that she was trying to trap every single person from Sword in there so they could no longer mess with her her game. Um, and she just kept going. She turned uh, the, the tents into a circus and the workers into clowns. And um, all three of them, I believe, are now in the, the hex, right? Jimmy, Monica, and Darcy? Or is it just Darcy? We didn't see what happened to the other two? It's just Darcy. We didn't see. Okay. Yeah, we're not no confirmation on what happened to uh, Monica and Jimmy. Uh, as far as I can remember, we've only watched it once so far. Right. Um, but Darcy absolutely is in there, which is interesting because that's going to be a focal point next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of different ways that we can kind of examine so many different things going on next episode. I think it's going to be a crazy next episode. Um and what were we talking about earlier that we were going to get back to here with, uh, oh, Doctor Strange. Okay. So my, I'm guessing that Doctor Strange is going to be a major part of the end of the show, like a major part. The biggest. Because I don't see any way that, unless it's Magneto, um, I don't see any way Wanda just like stops this. You know, I, I can't see. She's too powerful. Mm-hmm. Nobody can combat her. So you have to convince her. And who is close enough to her heart to get her to stop? Pietro. So if that doesn't work, then nothing, you know, nothing's going to work. Unless Vision somehow gets her to stop all this. But even then, it's it's hard to see it happening at this point when he's he's playing with, you know, half a deck of cards right now. He doesn't know what the heck is going on. And he's slowly figuring it out. But, I mean, Vision's as trapped as anybody else. He just has more free will. Yeah. Um he's he's doing what he can and it's almost like when a bug jumps into water visions like this is killing me knowing I am involved in this horrific um experience for all these thousands of people mm-hmm. I got to help them I'm going to sacrifice myself to do it she says no you're not 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we see her vicious side through love is coming out more and more. And as we originally, when we first talked on the podcast about, well, there's no bad guys in this in Doctor Strange too, um, and we thought, hmm. What about Scarlet Witch? She's yes. been a bad guy before. What? Yep. And we're slowly seeing her transform back into... Um, we've noticed the accents come up anytime she gets aggressive. Um, she's slowly transforming back into uh, an, a mutant that is just angry. Yeah. And it's out of grief and sorrow. And if Doctor Strange comes and takes that from her again, takes Vision away... You've got your your villain. Um, and how awesome would it be to see those two go at it with they have the most compatible powers in the MCU to fight each other. Like Doctor Strange one-on-one, we've talked about it before. It came down to him and Scarlet Witch, who mm-hmm. who to win. And we we feel like we have a a leader in that clubhouse because Doctor Strange has mastered his art, whereas Scarlet Witch is all over the freaking place. But Man, that would be pretty fun to have them battle it out. And, you know, she probably wouldn't be the final scenes villain because that's not how it works. Usually they come back to uh, being an anti-hero. But, man, I'm if, if we get a Doctor Strange-Scarlet Witch uh, battle, that would be fun to see. I think, and I'm glad, I, the more that you were talking there, the more that my brain was going like a million miles an hour. Uh I think there's two things that actually could be happening that we haven't even really talked about yet. You said a great point that there is not a villain for Doctor Strange 2 cast yet. There's also not really a villain in this show. I mean, you could say Hayward. He's definitely assumed at least the position of a, a human villain. Yeah, but at the end of the day, he's just Ross. And he's he's just he's just Everett Ross, and maybe he's not wrong. We don't know that he's wrong. <laughs> you know, he's demonizing. Yeah, I mean, he's, he he's, is wrong he in that you can't in, beat Scarlet Witch with yeah. with weapons. He's wrong in that you can't just say you know we need to wipe her out because she's mentally unstable. No, yeah. we need to figure work. out why she's mentally unstable and work on that and try to help her because she's an Avenger. She tried to save. She was one of the people that saved humanity. So. He is wrong in that aspect, but he's not a villain villain. I think there's more to this than we've let on because Wanda, if we are, if we recall back to one of the scenes, Quicksilver says something like, how did you create this? Basically, how did you, how was this created? And she said, I don't really remember. Which she said multiple times now. It she said more authentic every time she says it. Yes. She says basically that she remembered feeling alone and that was it. Right. Grief. Loneliness. There's a possibility, a humongous possibility that one of two things is happening. Either Mephisto saw what was happening with her and was like, I'm going to take advantage of this. Creates and, and, and screws with her mind to create this. Or it's Nightmare. If it's nightmare, that makes the most sense. He sees that once again, she's vulnerable and hey, I can do some damage with this. Bang, that pops up. And it makes even more sense because nightmare is a one of the top villains for Doctor Strange. So, yeah, 
there, there's a lot of things that could be going on that we haven't really talked about. I mean, if we get into nightmare, like, ooh, things are really going to get crazy at the end of this episode, uh, at the end of this season. Like, it could go, it could go a million different ways. You could see some crazy, crazy, craziness. Like, yeah. Um, I, well, I mean, it would be kind of like, I guess it would be kind of similar to Doctor Strange one, but like darker. Which, which the next be, one is supposed to be? Yes, it's no longer like considered horror, but it it is scary Dark. or something. Yes, you know, yeah, which is awesome. Um, so that could explain a lot of things. This could just this basically WandaVision could just be like part one to Doctor Strange two. I think it is. You I know, th- I think that it, by this point, we're pretty sure that that's the case because. Yeah. It's for one, it is its own little horror story. It's mm-hmm. almost like a, a, a American horror story kind of horror, mm-hmm. where it's not like scary funny. necessarily, but it's like wicked and a little twisted around. Yeah. You don't know who's a bad guy. Um, tell me if you if you disagree, and feel free to because I don't necessarily even agree with myself here. But um, the the further into the series we get the more I feel like this godly cameo um, or moment of an incredible person in the MCU revealing themselves at the end, I'm feeling more and more every day like that's going to be Doctor Strange. And I think it's not going to be who is coming, but what is coming. I think in the last episode, at this point, this is my new theory that's not like fleshed out but i think he's going to introduce in visual form for the first time the multiverse in the final episode and you're going to get doctor strange and all his glory which he does fit the profile of the character that they've described or the person and actor they've described yeah as well as i think he's going to bring in more than one person from the multiverse to either show her something to end all this or to take care of all this. And then that will be our launching point into Dr. Strange. Um, And we're no like multiverse of madness. It feels like they should probably set up the multiverse before the movie even starts because they don't want to spend an hour and a half explaining it. Exactly. So I, I just get this feeling that he's going to pop in at the end and show her look at all this or show vision perhaps look at all this and there's going to be a fight and that's not going to have a conclusion and then that's where we're going to get into uh dr strange that's just what i'm feeling i don't see magneto coming um but i i, I would say honestly <laughs> he's probably the second most likely i just don't know who it would be none of them really make that much sense uh, to me so it's-, it's it's tough but i i see right now if there was a betting odds Doctor Strange is now the leading candidate for that crazy cameo at the end. I'm 60-40 Doctor Strange. And the 40 is Magneto. Because. Which one are you leading towards? Fassbender. Okay. Because it's the only one that I makes sense. Too. Because the, the old Magneto essentially doesn't exist in this timeline. If we're going strictly by the X-Men timeline, yeah. he doesn't exist yet. Well, because, by the way, um, Paul Bettany has already been in a movie with Ian McKellen. So yeah, it and that make wouldn't sense make sense either. The, yeah. Right. 
Right, exactly. Um, so it wouldn't make sense for it to be Ian McKellen anyways, because the last time that we saw an X-Men movie was the Dark Phoenix movie, and that took place in the 90s. Yeah, he wasn't old yet. He was still young Michael Fassbender Magneto. Yep. So if they bring in Magneto, it would be him. But I think it's it's very possible that Doctor Strange, when he brings backup, brings Magneto. Yeah, sure, so it certainly could be, could be both. Because you could have you could have Vision fighting Sword with Magneto's help, while Doctor Strange is fighting Wanda, trying to help her. And they teased Magneto Boom. with the sword scene where she, yeah, where she controlled tor- their brains and yeah, pointed the pointed guns. Pointed the guns, exactly. Uh, so I, I think that's a thing. I think we'll see that possibly. We'll, we'll see Fassbender helping Vision fight off sword to, you know. But there might be some kind of conflict there. I could definitely see a conflict there because anytime you bring Magneto into anything, there's going to possibly be a conflict. Right. But... um. Yeah, I, I, there's there's a lot of possibilities here. There's almost too many because, like I said, this could all just be nightmare and his doing, his dealings. Uh, like, yeah, puppet he could just master. be the puppet master. Yeah, <laughs> oh, the puppet master. Uh, uh, he's my odds-on favorite to be the first Fantastic Four villain. Honestly. Do you think if but, it is a, a Mephisto situation that they would even reveal that it is during yeah. this series? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, that would probably be not the final fight, but that would be like the, a tie-in. Like that would be like the final fight, but not, it wouldn't resolve here. All right. Yeah. It would just be kind of like a setup for the next installment of Doctor Strange. It's just hard for me to see like, you're right. The possibilities are endless, but I feel like the realistic ones that's the, are the, very the, small. That's the key. Like that's Doctor key. Strange makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. He's an actor that's never worked with Paul Bettany. Um, they can definitely fight each other because he's still an active um, superhero or whatever you want to call him. Um, he's got the movie coming up. He can get in there. Um, it's just It makes too much sense, and it's almost like we've built it up based off of some comments from Paul and Wanda about how Paul and not Wanda, um, Paul and, uh, Mary Kate's older brother, older Elizabeth, sister. Elizabeth, yeah. Elizabeth <laughs> my mind over here. <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen. We need food. Um, oh, she's the younger one. Actually. Yes. Sometimes it's I forget a, that because a, she's so much taller. Is it Mary and Kate? No, Mary, Mary Kate, Kate and, and Ashley. Ashley. Mary Kate and Ashley. That's right. Mary Kate yes. and Ashley, and then it's Elizabeth. Right. right yeah. Right. Right. Um, older brother. They probably do have an older brother, but they um, might. Yeah, it just makes too much sense, and I like that. I like that. Like Doctor Strange to me is not the like wow moment. I think that comment came from Paul Bettany saying, "I wanted to work with that actor. They finally get to meet. That's great." But then I think it's him bringing whatever he brings with his powers like that's a huge moment if we get the multiverse like we've been teased the multiverse forever and we know the multiverse is coming but we don't know what it's going to look like we have Mm -hmm. no clue we've the only multiverse uh talk we've gotten was in um endgame just theoretically and then with spider-man with you know jake gyllenhaal trying to you know he was lying (laughs) yeah um so 
It would be incredibly like, I don't even know how to process what the multiverse is going to look like yet. You know? So if we get that, um, reality I, and then Magneto's walking through one of those things. Yeah. That's a wow. That's a that's wow a moment. And if moment. they get fast bender, that's, that's the as moment. big as anything, because yeah. for one huge actor, massive you know? actor, like literally one of the best actors we've had. Yeah. And we could be missing all of this and they could just be debuting a huge actor in a non-consequential role mm-hmm. along with something else. Like that could just be a part of all this. Maybe there's some other villain that's not like a massive villain, but they got like, you know, some crazy yeah, actor, some to play him. actor, yeah. Johnny Depp, you know, he's not going to be <laughs> yeah. there, but like that yeah. level Somebody. of actor. And you're like, Holy crap. Yeah. Who would have thought he'd be in a Marvel thing? So Keanu Reeves, <laughs> well, like a Morgan Freeman or something, you know, yeah. I don't know. We don't, we don't know. <laughs> we have no clue. This is all speculation. And the cool thing is we get to find out in three weeks. I'm so stoked. That's awesome. And that's the whole point of this. Um, oh, wait. Three weeks or four weeks now because it's three more episodes. So four weeks from today. No, it would be three weeks. One, two, Seven, three. Eight, nine. Yeah, it would. It would be three two. full weeks yes. from... 21 days. One, two... Because seven days from now would be <laughs> seven. Seven. 14 and days from now 14, would be 18. And 21, 21 would be nine. That seems like more than three weeks to me. It does. Um, <laughs> this is not a math podcast. <laughs> but I don't know, man. I'm, I'm so excited to see who that is. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Just It would make We're going to speculate hmm. until we get there. And we're probably going to find out more clues in the next two episodes. For sure. And we're probably still going to get it wrong. Yeah, I have, oh, that, 100%. I have that sinking feeling that it's not Doctor Strange and it's not Magneto. It's, it's something way more obvious something <laughs> and we're just completely missing nose. it. Yeah. Right. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm, I'm so excited. I, I definitely could see how it would be Dr. Strange with Magneto because Magneto would be like, yo, like you've got family. You didn't know, but Hey, here you go. Like he just found out this was his dad too. So you've got family and uh, you know, maybe we see a different turn in Magneto. Maybe he's like, you know what? I'm tired of fighting all these fights and maybe Charles is right and he's been right the whole time and Dark Phoenix sacrificing herself and uh, being the most powerful of all of us basically like that sets in with him a little differently and he's like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I think I should maybe connect with these kids and like kind of take on that role. And it and wouldn't be a Luke Skywalker moment, but it'd be like a Han Solo moment where he would, comes back to try to convince Kylo I, to, I, yeah. hey, you're not so bad, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be a Luke Skywalker <laughs> moment, though, man, because he'd be bending shit. Oh, like, sure. All the metal in the pole place would be just bent and destroyed and sure. wrecked. That'd be awesome. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, I mean, Luke pulled a Magneto in Mandalorian. He just squeezed the life out of the little uh uh the dark trooper at the end it was the last one that was such a cool scene that's a throwback to star killer for those that remember star killer uh yeah that, that's a man I, i'm excited i am so excited and yeah i mean you could you could say it's a filler episode but I, the setup episode i like that a lot better i think that's what this was just set up so by the end of the episode we got the the world, the hex expanding into a larger region. It really wasn't that much bigger. I mean, it's more of New Jersey. It didn't go went down the street. 
Um, Not what you wanted. Maybe a couple miles, maybe maybe yeah. a few miles. Yeah, um, which is huge. Um, yeah, but it didn't expand into like the United States, which I was wondering if it would happen. Um, so I guess what's next? What happens next episode? What do you think? Um, we don't get like previews, so we don't have much to go off of other than just what happened. I'm going to say that Hayward actually realizes like, yo, I need their help. And once they realize that they're all that's left, he's going to be forced into being like, you know what? You guys are right. I was wrong. We need to do something before this gets out of hand. And there's a possibility, though, that like we get teased with Doctor Strange even more so in episode seven because of the circus aspect of things. Um. I definitely think that could be a thing. We might get some kind of funny, like, throwaway scene where they, you know, mention that, like, the actor who plays Quicksilver was an American Horror Story. And most notably was, like, the Crab Hand Kid from the one season where it was, like, the freak show. Yeah, that was the one. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um but I definitely think that Hayward has to put down because he just lost like all of his men. Like they're now all within the hex now. So he's got to do something different. He's got to change up what he's doing because nothing's working. And they're the only ones that kind of have an idea of what to do. So. Okay. So Hayward lost his men. Who does he have potentially left? He has Monica like one guy and, and Jimmy. Monica and Jimmy. Yeah. On a board of directors, they have two thirds of the vote. Um, I know he's the director, period. Right. But is it possible he now goes to another superhero? For sure. To get their help? For sure. Is that where maybe we do see a Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange come in? Exactly. That, that's exactly what or it is. Or a Captain Marvel or something. You know, I don't know. I'm mm. just speculating mm. here, but. I, mm. I, he has to realize I screwed something up. But the whole the, the problem with that is that he doesn't like super people. Yeah, he obviously. doesn't like super people. So I don't know. But he don't might know be forced. Happens. But he might like rationality in Doctor Strange. I, I think they may turn to Monica. Maybe she does. Maybe she's developing. You know, Darcy and her um, were noticing blood, you know, issues i guess but yeah she could she could be an x-men as well and uh not an x-men but has an x gene mm -hmm. and it's been activated by the craziness of the the hex you know True. we don't know who's an x at this point so she could be the next superhero and if i guess a question i've i've was thinking about earlier is what every show is seen through the lens of something mm-hmm what is this show's lens? Who are we watching this through? Who's the main character? Who is like what what are we what are we seeing here? Is it switching? Is it is it Wanda? Is it Monica? Is I think it, it's Monica. I think you're seeing and the, they're developing and they're planting seeds for her growing into a super superhero. Uh but like you said, too, like you're seeing it through multiple because it is multiple realities, which is sure. what the whole show is based off of. So you're seeing it from multiple angles. So it, I like the idea that each episode is in its own way, like its own thing. It's totally different. So 
with each theme that you have within the episode, it takes on its own lens. So this lens was definitely through the kids and through vision. Um, whereas, you know, the previous episodes were maybe more Monica driven. And then the early episodes were definitely Wanda related. Um, what I do want to do, uh, one small thing uh, right before we wrap up, wanted to throw in was the commercial. Uh, kind of awesome that they threw that in there. Yo Magic. Yo Magic, it was a little yogurt commercial. It was definitely reminiscent of like old school 90s, early 2000s yeah. kids advertisement. Food ads, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it just, it once again, it ties into Wanda's pain and Wanda's uh, suffering at the hands of what happened with Tony Stark and, and what happened in Stokovia. Um, because if you remember in Age of Ultron, they talked about how, you know, they were sitting there waiting for that bomb to explode and they weren't really eating. And if they were, it was like little scraps here and there, or whatever. And they were just sitting there waiting for it to blow up and it didn't. But that was what that was triggering off of. So like every every single one of these commercials is just a little more of a little peel into uh, Monica past. or Wanda's uh, depression and in her past. Yeah, I was wrong immediately because I was thinking that perhaps it was a representation of how she was feeling, uh, being unable to fully tap into her powers that she couldn't get into the. The yo magic, I guess, was the the yogurt. She couldn't access the yogurt, um, but yeah, it, it, it's all of them have been flashbacks. So mm-hmm. I don't know why this one would deviate from that. Yeah. Um, big question. Uh, I think Peter was the one that asked. Where the heck did all these children come from? Yeah, they're just all yeah. there now. Did they appear perhaps when she had her kids and we just hadn't noticed yet? No. Um, or do you think they just popped out? Uh, were they, are, is it even Wanda anymore? Like who's, yeah, it's Wanda. who just provided all these children? It's Wanda. I think he was poking fun at that. How though? And that's why she took that. She had a reaction to it when he said it. And that's why it's because they're, like I said, you know, those people that are out on the outside, kind of like in that little weird buffer zone between the outside and Westview that are glitched out or whatever. Like, I think they're just like the... They're the they're the props, only there when needed. I feel like that's an incomplete answer though, because so, there was no kids. Yeah, zero, there was no kids, and but all it, of a sudden it's full of it. Makes sense because she's she's the one that's in control of the script, so to say. She's the one that's in control of the show. So if the show is going to be based around Halloween and she has two kids, there needs to be more kids in the episode. So she's just like, up, oh, more kids, and that was it. I think that's all it is. Okay. I think he's just poking fun at the fact that she's like just creating her own madness. And like I said, he's pointing out more and more to her that like, hey, you don't control me here. And that's kind of making her upset. And she's not liking this. Like she's like, uh, what, what, you know. So uh, very, very awesome though. I, I loved that scene quite a bit because of that what it entails so yeah. i'm very excited for this next episode i, think I wish it was be, right now yeah we're gonna like get a bunch of info dumped on us yeah and 
Vision is becoming a really cool character. Like yes. this is a new Vision. We didn't really get to know him that well in the Infinity Saga. Unfortunately not. But he also didn't have many emotions at that time. He was still very much robotic. By the end of it, he had become Infinity War. We started to see his sentimental side where he was falling in love with Wanda. A little bit but in Civil War. We kind of, yeah, we we know that their love was almost inevitable, you know? Like, it was a milestone love that they were outcasts that had this source of power, something in common. Um, but this show kind of shows that no, they they love each other. Like, yeah, that was real. Even if it was something common, well, that's how most things start. Right. Um, and we're really seeing him being fully fleshed out as a character, which makes sense because this is his first uh, time by himself. You know, Wanda and Vision getting their own show. Um, so it's been a blast to get to know Vision in this way before he, you know, exits the screen for his final time eventually on probably the last episode i would assume i I would assume um i don't think we'll ever really see him again even in cameos no maybe once in a blue moon but he's not so uh needed in future stories so no uh i'm just enjoying it while we got it it's it's been a lot of fun i think he's going to be he's going to get a good send-off you know that was such a anticlimactic death he had in infinity war that it's th- he's gonna get his yeah. proper send off this this final episode. I think that was what I talked about the whole time we've been watching this is that this whole show is just gonna be her finding closure, and that's how it's gonna end is her finding closure, and if she finally gets to say goodbye to Vision the right way, not just his you know stone being ripped out of his skull. All right, um, and we will too. Yeah, we will we'll get too. to see we'll get to... him in all his glory. I think we're going to see his powers. Mm-hmm. He didn't get to really fight um, mm-hmm. Thanos, you know, to his full extent. It's going to be fun. They were protecting him. And, you know, they when he did show his powers, it tended to end badly. Right. He Much like Rhodey with down. Wanda. He knocked Rhodey down, yeah. which caused his, you know, paralysis or, or whatever it is that, that's going on. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's... It's leading to a great place. I can't. I can't wait, man. This is going to be amazing. I hope that these next few episodes are like forty minutes. Yeah, I would. I would assume that they're at least forty. Um, one small thing could turn into something large. Uh, on the on the video that they showed, uh, Vision being recovered by Scarlet Witch from Sword. Some people are are. Uh, thinking they saw pieces of Ultron. Um, and mm. so there's debate whether he can come back. I, I was talking about, I would hope we'd get a hint of him in this uh, show, WandaVision. But uh, Ultron's one of the bigger Marvel villains. He really is. And he only had like half a movie mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that he got to really star in. So, and he's not a person. He's a he's an idea and he's data really. It's all he is. So he's a program. I think we could see a re- return of of Ultron. Um, I certainly hope so because for one, we need to see him be more powerful at some point than he was uh, in Ultron because that was 
honestly, the movie was decent to me, but the the villain itself didn't work as well as it could have. No. And I really think and hope we get a, a, an Ultron of the future. Um, do you see that as a possibility? It's probably not high on their priority list, but not. I think it's in their brains. Probably not, but they could use that tech and create something even worse. Right. I mean, sword. And if sword has his body, right. Sentient weapons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We could be looking at some crazy stuff going on. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't think it's a necessary, like a necessity to bring him back. Uh, it, it does suck that he only had that half of a movie. Cause he is such a like huge villain for the Avengers. But, uh, I think that they're going in a where in, in a place where like they're starting to use smaller characters throughout Marvel comics and turning them into something bigger. Um, and, and I like that idea because, you know, we're also, we're also getting like King the Conqueror and stuff like that going on in the future. But like, I think we'll see some like really cool, unique characters going forward. Instead of like a rehash of somebody else right. or like, you know, something else. There could be tie-ins to Ultron um, because that movie was massively impactful for the entirety of the MCU. But uh, yeah, I, I don't see them bringing Ultron back. It'd be cool. But, yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's fair. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to see these episodes and I'm excited to see what kind of info we get about the movies and TV shows that are coming up um, in a future future episode, you know, we're, we're going to talk a lot more about Spider-Man in general, but there's been some inklings about things related to the Oscorp, um, yeah. you know, stuff and Sinister Six and um, Toby and Andrew and all that. Uh, we have a future episode coming up mm. where we're going to discuss uh, updated Spider-Man information and, because that's the trio of movies um, or stuff, I guess, is WandaVision, Doctor, um, Strange. Doctor Strange, and Spider-Man. They sure. all are it's tied Trinity. together. Their story is going to be uh, really a trilogy of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so by the time we get that payoff with uh, Strange and, and Spider-Man, it's going to be a fun, <laughs> it's going to be a really fun time. Um, so we'll be discussing that in a future episode. And I hope you guys join us next week. Um, we will be doing one episode per uh, final three episodes of yes. uh, WandaVision. So each time yeah. that there's an episode out, you will have an episode from us, mm-hmm. b- uh, both recapping and previewing the next one, just like we've done here today. And uh, as soon as WandaVision is over, we will be moving on to Captain America show, as we call it. Captain America show, um, yeah. Falcon and Winter, <laughs> Falcon Soldier. And Winter Soldier. There's been some cool trailers. Um, <clears throat> mm-hmm. Cool info on it? Yeah, I'm not sure how they're going to go about it. Uh, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll have a preview episode mm-hmm. uh, not too far from now. And we hope you guys join us. Um, just stay, stay positive, man. I know it's, it's a little crazy right now. Oof, Things man. seem to be improving at a very slow pace here. Lethargic. Yeah, we've got some winter storms coming in in the Midwest. Everybody stay stay warm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for joining us. Stay safe.